You're listening to The Business Marketing Show, episode number 89. You can find us at businessmarketingshow.com on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Hello, this is Ed K. Smith from The Business Marketing Show. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Uh, today, we have a special guest in uh, the show. Well, he's not in the show. He's actually on the show. The CEO of Bond International Group and the founder of Australia Asia Exchange, Mr. Roy Yeo. How are you, Roy? Good, I'm fine. How are you, Ed? Very, very good. Now, Roy joins us uh, all the way from Singapore. Not that Singapore is extremely far away from Perth, um, but uh, you're you're certainly not in Australia at the moment at this moment in time. But you you uh, do spend a fair amount of your time going back and forth from Singapore to Australia, don't you? Yeah, because I I, I live in Perth too, and mm-hmm. uh, same time I live in Singapore. And uh, at the same time, I live in Johor Bahru, which is Malaysia. And because I, I realized that uh, Perth is such a perfect place, it's, it's very close to cities like Singapore, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, and Jakarta. So I realized that actually we can live in different cities at the same time within a year uh, and still live the life of the fresh air in Perth and good scenery, nature. Yeah. I mean, you can have almost everything in this region. Yes, it's it's a fantastic place. And this is one of the reasons uh, I thought I'd get you on. And and a bit of a backstory about how I know you. We actually met uh, at the Hong Kong Australia Business Association at a luncheon because I'm a member. And you were there uh, one of the days and we got talking. And then you mentioned that you also had uh, the Australia-Asia um, exchange uh day what was the name of that event i always get it wrong it was a long name yeah it is like uh australia asia exchange conference conference the conference bit was yeah. the word i was missing thank you yeah um so and i went to that and that was fantastic that, that was a good turnout there was several hundred people at that that was uh, uh had, had a good representation from people from um from singapore and malaysia and china and lots of places and of course australia so that was a really good event and you had some great speakers who were on there. Um, one of them, uh, an old friend of mine, Anthony Valletta, the CEO of the town of Victoria Park, he uh-huh. was speaking as well. Um, I've known Anthony since I was about five years old. Uh, so yeah, so that was good catching up with him and we had a bit of a chat and uh, see what's happening in his world. So I thought it would be good to have you on and also um, shortly, your partner in life and in business, uh, Faith. Um, she'll be joining us on the, uh, the podcast as well. She'll probably appear from the door uh, over the uh, right shoulder of, of, um, of Roy at the moment. When, when she comes through, she's just on some calls and doing some other things at the moment. And where we're looking at at the moment, uh, for, for those who are listening to this and not watching, uh, Roy's sitting in uh, what appears to be his training room. Can you tell us about um, what it is you've got set up in Singapore and why, why you have a training room? What is it that your business does around training? Oh, yes, actually, um, because um, for 18 years, my business in Singapore was focusing more on uh, training the CEOs and top management. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Um, so what we do is that uh, uh, we have this room set up uh, because I realized that in business people, they like networking. So we, 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 we kind of change a little bit beside training them. We, we do a little bit of networking session. And then it actually snowballed into something bigger, which is means that uh, the many people in Singapore, they realize that why can't we just network with business people from Perth or uh -huh. Sydney or somewhere else? Yeah. So we start to exchanges and then it's no more into like Australia, Asia exchange. Uh, so, and then I met and that city of Perth matched me and then realized why can't we just do something to promote Perth since you live in Perth and then, you know, and you, you, you are the one of the spokesmen uh, to share in Asia. So then whereby I start to share about Perth uh, to city in Singapore, Malaysia and uh, China and Jakarta and Indonesia. And I realized that these people have not heard of Perth. They have heard of Perth, but they have not been to Perth. Yes. So why not we, we have the first, first as, not the first exchange, but last year we have an exchange, mm -hmm. but it's just probably uh, mostly from Singapore and Malaysia. But this time we will have more for people from China. And then uh, we want to have more people to come down to at least take a first look at Perth. And uh, many of them have a misconception or they have, they, they thought that Perth is like, it's not like Sydney, yeah. And yeah. I realized it's the same time zone, it's the same, it's just that uh, you have not been, maybe because of, uh, maybe because that many people would like to go to Sydney and Melbourne, but I say, why don't you just go to Perth and there's lots of businessmen, great people like yourself and that you can network with and then maybe you can, you guys can do something bigger with, with lots of that. And at the same time with the same time zone, Yep. Now, now it's like 11.27 in Perth and also 11.27 in Singapore. <laughs> it's fantastic. And I, I think you, yeah. you hit the nail on the head there uh, in terms of synchronizing of business with time. Because often we've got some clients, because we're a digital marketing agency, we've, we've often had clients that we work with in the US, in the UK. And that gets very challenging when you're 12, 14 hours time difference uh, working things out. But because we're basically just in a direct line vertically in, in, in terms of time zone, uh, we don't have any of those challenges. You don't have the typical sort of jet lag that you can suffer when you're flying back and forth between the, the different time zones. Uh, so have, have you found that a lot of people who have come to Perth from places like Malaysia and Singapore for the first time, uh, they, have they been quite surprised by what's in Perth? Has it been a completely different uh, place to what they've been anticipating? Yeah, actually, um, unfortunately, many people who, come, who actually go to Perth for the first time, they, they are like, a, we call it tourists. They are not guided. They have not met people like yourself uh -huh. who share with them the real life of Perth. So, you know, in the city of Perth, many, many locals, I mean, many locals, they don't live in the city of Perth. Of course, there are people who live in the city, but they live in the suburb. Yes. They are alive in the suburb. But so at night, they live quiet. So many people from Asia, they have, they thought that, this is it, this is it. But it's not, in the daytime, you can go to Perth cities, go to the parks, but at night, there's suburb. There's suburb, people go back to eat in the family. So it's different lives from Asia. So, and yes. they, they don't, they don't it's, it's like a little bit of like an empty city, which is not. So, so um, but if they have met you, or met really locals in Perth, they have explained all this round and realized that actually it's, this is a great city to do business with. 
to uh, basically to meet people, to start to bring people to to travel here, to have lunch in in the in the restaurant, and still go back to your own country at night. So it's like it's not like a long trip. You can have a short trip, and at the same time you can start doing business here. Yeah. And uh, that's why I realized that these are all the perception that which is something maybe because of media or whichever that they they they, they, they not come to Perth or they feel that not necessarily come to Perth. Yes. Yeah. So so this is something that I think that uh, I felt that it's a little bit unjust to the city of Perth. That's why I feel that maybe the fair thing to do is that just come them ask them to come to visit Perth for at least once. So then uh, thankfully thankfully you guys in and then you you guys made us feel so comfortable in in, in Perth, and then they, they have been spreading all the news into media and talking about Perth, and hopefully that uh, more people will come on board, and then uh, we do this for Perth, which is the fair for this city. Yeah, and look, you you're so right there, Perth. If you if you were not previously informed, when you come to Perth at night, there isn't really a lot of nightlife compared to places like Sydney and Melbourne where not only is there a lot of business in the CBD, but there's a lot of residential in the, in the cities of Sydney and Melbourne and not quite so much. There still is in Perth, but uh, it is a much quieter place. And you're right. People come into the city during the day and work, and then they scatter back out to all the different suburbs. And we've, we've quite spread in Perth of where all our suburbs are. So, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a very good, uh, good point you bring up there. Uh, so, do you find that a lot of people you're doing business with in Perth are now spending more time in Singapore, Malaysia, etc.? Are they? Are you, uh, with all the interactions you've had with what you do in business, uh, do you find there's much more uh, connection now? Yeah, in, in my uh, experience since the day one we started this exchange, I realized that the more of the people who attended the event have started to visit Singapore and Malaysia and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Why do I say so? In the past, uh, of course, not like yourself, many people from Perth or maybe Australia as a whole, uh, as, a, as a whole, they think that, um, you know, there's aren't many uh, English-speaking Asian, which is not true. In Singapore, almost 91% speak English. So it's like, it's, there's, it's not that difficult to do business in Singapore or at least come here to give a talk or do something. Because, because based on what I know, it's like Perth is a perfect place, except for the population. Because no matter how good you are as a business person, the, you, can only, you can only have 1.5 million or 2 million customers in, in Western Australia. I mean, Correct. that's the Mexican goal. And beyond that, it's, it's not easy. I mean, no matter how good is your products or your services or your technology, it's not easy. So I said, why don't you just widen a little bit and just visit Singapore, which is six million of English-speaking Asians, and Kuala Lumpur, the, cent- the capital of Malaysia, which is also many English-speaking Asians, and same thing, uh, Jakarta, Bintu, same. So you can at least within this, uh, I would say within five-hour flight zone, you, you have more, more potential business partners, uh, potential investors, potential customers, and all friends even. So I say if, if you network around this zone, I think it's it's actually probably it's almost a perfect location. Yeah. Yeah. Just I, that it takes yeah. to know each other. Yeah. I think um absolutely positioned perfectly the hub of Perth um and and Asia with the growth that's exp- that's happening with China, 
uh, Hong Kong, which is still China, <laughs> uh, and, and Singapore. Like, I love Singapore. My wife and I uh, and daughter have been to Singapore many times, and we actually had our honeymoon 30 years ago in Singapore. Wow. Um, and uh, just love, love Singapore. Never get tired of the, definitely, in my opinion, the best airport, and it has been voted the best airport. Changi Airport is, is a, I mean, it's huge. It takes a long time. I remember the last time I was there a year ago going through, I was going to Japan and uh, to, to speak at a conference and my connecting flight from uh, Singapore to Japan was like in another terminal and it was, it was like a 25 minute walk. <laughs> it's, it's a big airport, but it's a beautiful airport and there's lots of things to do. Um, and I think um, I, I've, spoken to quite a few people who have been to Singapore for the very first time recently. Like the, I'm, I'm always quite amazed that people haven't actually been to, to Singapore and um, they're, all, they're constantly surprised by a, how many English speak, speaking people there are, which to me is obvious, but I've been going there for 30 years. So it doesn't really, okay. Okay. Yeah, of course. If you haven't been there, you may have some expectation, but also how clean and safe it is. I mean, it's probably in all the places I've been in the world, without doubt, one of the cleanest cities. Uh, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of crime. Like it's very rare when I'm there that you ever see police cars all over the place. Like you, they're few and far between. Is that a correct perception from a, from yeah. a visitor's point? Yeah, probably because everywhere is camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that could be true too. Yeah. And that's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's like a, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe people in Singapore, they cherish safety uh, and security, which is, which is, which is there uh, more than, I don't know, it's, it's a balance between freedom and, and, and safety. Yeah, so, so in that way, it depends on the needs. So at this moment, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Singapore is an amazing place, but I realized that people from Singapore, uh, especially from Singapore, should at least try to visit Perth not just visit as a tourist, but visit as seminars or conference, meeting people like yourself, and mm -hmm. it start to interact. Because I realized that you need, you need the people like yourself to, to, to change the perception of Perth, not, not just as a tourist. Because as a tourist, you just go to some place and do your selfie and then take photos. That's it. But you can't experience Perth without knowing people who live in Perth and, and know how how amazing the place are. Like, I mean, it's, it's not known about, I mean, though, though most people in Asia just know about Fremantle and Perth and maybe Margaret River. But yeah. it's like, there's so much place than that. It's yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Small, uh, you can go up to Jundalab. There's so many places that uh, is, I would say they deserve a tourist location kind of uh, status. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it, it is, it's a beautiful city. Uh, I've lived here all my life. I'm not originally from Perth. I was born in Scotland and uh, oh. immigrated out here with my family, my three older sisters and my mum and dad. I was only less than six months old at the time. So I've lived in Perth my whole life. But, uh, and uh, I always love coming back here as a, as a place to live. It's, it's a beautiful place. And then, like we're in the middle of winter at the moment and quite often our winter days are the equivalent of uh, summer days in some other parts of the world, or certainly back in Scotland, it's like that. So, so in terms of uh, your business, can you give us a bit of an explanation? Because people can see in the background the, 
the room that you're in, which has got all the seating and you do training and you hold networking events and various things there. Can you tell us a bit about what Bond International Group does, please? Yes, um, we we have one company which is to deal with us, uh, workplace safety, which is occupational safety and health. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually also an auditor uh, in workplace safety and health or occupational safety and health in Singapore. Yep. So I do audit companies. Uh, so that's what we do usually. I do training here. Um, on the other side, we actually have a, uh, a, a event management company. We do event because uh, from knowing, knowing all those uh, top management CEOs who attended our training, which is sort of required by certain requirements if they want to tender for a certain project, the bosses or the CEOs have to attend this events like our company where we will give them the briefing of what the law say about uh, in terms of workplace if they have or occupations if they have in, in each company, uh, what they do need to do to, to comply. So with that, they, these business people come to us and then they ask us, beside this briefing, what, should we, what do we have? Do we have networking? Do we have networking events that I can meet other CEOs? So that's why we actually started in 2004, an event management company where we run events. Uh, to networking. Uh, so, Australia Asia has changed to me. It's not a business. It's like a passion okay. uh, because I feel very strongly about that. So, I, I use this event management company as a platform to do it. But eventually, my purpose is to do, is to, is to know people like yourself and know people in the event. Uh, though I only have 365 days, but I, I got to try my best to spend time with each one of them who actually attended at the conference and then realized that to, to hope to know more about how we can make this world a better place by connecting business people for business people and try to change the wrong perception of each other mm. uh, or maybe perception of their cities. I just came back from Jakarta and I realized Jakarta is such a great place and 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 the business people are saying that, come bring people from Australia, from Singapore, come to Jakarta, and then change the perception of the city. Maybe there's some business you guys can do together. In because Jakarta is, in Indonesia is, I think, the top 10 in terms of population. Yeah. And there's so much more. Of course, we do have fear of safety in this, in, as uh, people from Australia, as people from Singapore, you have fear of maybe, is that safe? You know, a lot of factors to consider, but... It's, all, it's just like Australia, you know, that it's like every suburb is so unique. It's not like, you cannot just say that this suburb is like that suburb. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, if you talk about big countries, it's different. You, you don't just say that you, each suburb is so unique in their characteristics. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's it. There's certain places in, in Singapore you probably wouldn't go in terms of neighborhoods that are a little bit uh, on the uh, yeah. side, dodgy side. <laughs> um, yeah. Whereas... Yeah, you're right. Uh, but the same goes for Perth there's lots of places not lots of places but there are places in Perth where you probably wouldn't want to be walking around by yourself at night Um, yeah but but that's the important thing of having the relationship and building those connections is that you have someone who can guide you through that whereas if you're just turning up as a tourist as you said before uh, you have all the, the misconceptions of what a place is about so um, so go, going from Perth to Singapore, there's all sorts of things that you would know to avoid. Uh, and it could be anything to do with things that are dangerous as to down to things that are too expensive or there's better value here or there's better value there. 
um, or this is a good place to run a workshop or we, you can do training here. So you, uh, uh, I firmly believe in this day and age of everyone being connected by the internet, the thing that truly yeah. connects us is the personal relationships over everything. So if you yeah. don't have these uh, networking events and, and go to these different types of things to meet real humans in the flesh, then yeah, right. I don't think you can really take your business connection to the next level. And it's great that we can do these sorts of things on Zoom or whatever platform to record these interviews. It's a step further in connecting. But you and I have met in person a couple of times before we did this, which is why I felt comfortable to ask you to come on the show whereas if i hadn't met you it might might have been a bit harder so i've got a, i've got a question regarding uh the types of businesses that you are finding uh are doing a lot of work and it could be from businesses that are going from perth or australia in general to singapore and from singapore as an example i know there's other countries you're dealing with but as at this point we'll talk about singapore so what types of businesses are you finding are doing a lot of exchanging of, of work um, between Perth and Singapore? Yeah, I, I think that uh, uh, originally, because when we started uh, in Asia, they only know two types. One is uh, uh, you know, like properties, investments, or business that they can buy, or whichever. So, mm -hmm. they, they are, because it's easiest to, to just measure in terms of properties. Yeah. So, um, that is a majority because it's easy to just buy a property when you have visited the city and then realize that you, know, you want to invest. So that is one type. The other one I realized that is a, bit, a little bit of, uh, I think it can be improved further, is, is, is in terms of training. Because I realized that there's such many good trainers in Perth or in Australia as a whole, but just that they have not ventured beyond that, that 25 million Australians. They mm. have people who have just come out and go to the English speaking se sector of Asia, at least minimum, start with English speaking, like Hong Kong, Singapore, uh, Kuala Lumpur, and maybe some parts of Jakarta, I realized that they, they can reach out to many, many audience that they, they, they deserve to have because, you know, it's, there's so many English-speaking Asians around in yeah. Asia that you start with something. And they can just purely reach out beyond 25 million Australians they, they, they realize that they can reach out to. So I think uh, it's a matter of uh, the, the world can be a closer mm -hmm. where we start to meet and then we can actually... Uh, have more, uh, we call it customer space. And same thing for people in Asia, it's like they have been visiting uh, like Korea, you know, or they fly all the way to Europe, which is good have it as a tourist, but at least they can actually experience the life and not to migrate, but rather just live here in city of Perth or somewhere in Western Australia, which is close to them. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, they, they enjoy the life because end of the way, uh, they have a visa as so a tourist visa. In Singapore, they are granted tourist visas. Or I think it's uh, they they can have a uh, six years based on the new new requirement. Six years means that they can do, they can live in Australia for three months, uh, yeah. continuous for three months maximum. So they can just live like a locals and experience lifestyle. So I think there's so much potential for exchanges. And same thing for for cost of living in Singapore, whereby a lot of uh, maybe based on what I know people in Perth that I know they they have also misconception it's very expensive to live in Singapore, mm -hmm. which is true. Yeah, so that's yeah. but it's just the knowledge. If you can find a with time, with network, they can find a, a relatively uh, more value for money kind of a, a place to, to stay and to venture around without spending the, the money that they will spend more in. They will have get them gotten more of the outcome in Bali. You know what yeah. I mean? 
Yeah. So, you know, in case in Bali, the price is so good, yeah. And maybe, but in Jakarta, same. So in that way, if you have more friends or more network, you can actually able to understand which place is good value for money and which place is worth investing. Yeah, fantastic. That's a very good point. So are you finding that uh, people who say, as an example, come from Perth or anywhere in Australia, uh, as maybe doing training, are they well received by the people of Singapore? Uh, if someone comes over to run workshops, is that a, a fairly in demand thing? Is it because often we, we talk about um, often if you're, if you're doing presenting and training, it's easier to do it in another place rather than your hometown or your home city uh, because you're not maybe as appreciated as much in the hometown as you would be if you went to Singapore. Do, do you find that is the case? Yeah, of course, because uh, I mean, it's just like yourself. It's like you, you definitely want to know someone from Singapore because you can widen your perspective of life where you can learn from somewhere from different cities. And it's like for yourself, you may want to learn about Asia and then you want to know more. It's best to... To, to find someone or listen to someone that actually know about Asia. Similarly for people in Asia, they also will, will actually will appreciate people from Australia who came from the different perspective of, of uh, looking at different angles. And when you share, they, they are, they, I, think it's, I think the last event was uh, just a few weeks ago. Uh, I invited quite a few of them from, from, from Perth to mm -hmm. come here to speak. They were very well received because it's very good. Just that, of course, it takes time to customize to, to the local language or local way of doing things. But it takes time. But with 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 um, with persistent and uh, and then you were willing to adjust. I think it's it's just a matter of time that you can adjust to the right product or right uh, services you can do it for Asia. Uh, yeah. Just like if you can survive um, in Singapore, uh, which is quite easy because of the language and culture. Uh, then after a while, you can venture in China. You can venture in somewhere else, other country. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think um, in terms of if people haven't done any business in Asia at all and they're in Australia, then Singapore would definitely, Singapore, then probably Hong Kong in that order would be the easiest yeah. step. Because as you say, Singapore is a supremely easy place to not only live in in terms of the language, but also getting around one of the best transport yeah. systems in my experience as a traveler uh, yeah. with the MRT. Yeah. It's so easy and it's just such a delight to use the public transport, um, which I feel Perth is starting to catch up. It's starting to get there, but we've still got a lot of work to do in my opinion <laughs> for our public yeah. transport yeah. compared to Singapore. Um, yeah. But uh, services like Uber and whatnot have made it uh, a lot, a lot uh, easier, but yeah, I can imagine there would be, some quite funny moments when you have Australians who are visiting Singapore and they use a lot of our local uh, language or uh, way of saying things, which would be confusing. <laughs> Do you find that gets lost in translation sometimes with the, with that scenario? Uh, yeah, but just, uh, I think, I think people of Perth, based on what I know is, is they learn things pretty fast. You know, you have a lot of friends from Perth, uh, since day one, they have settled down quite well in Singapore. I mean, since the day one, I know them, and they, they, some of them say it's the first time they came, they, they, they came to Singapore and they start doing training. I realized that after a while, they, get, they can adjust well. Just like for myself, um, I, I, when I go back to Perth, 
it takes maybe a few days for me to adjust in terms, even in terms of language, the, the way you pronounce words. But it's like, if I'm Singapore, I, if I speak a little bit like Australians, a bit weird. So I got to take yeah. some time to adjust. But it's, it's a matter of time. It's like, you know, it's a matter of time to speak the right language, you know, speak slower, whichever. So, so I, think, I think it's perfectly easy because I realized that, uh, especially, I'm not sure about uh, other parts of Australia, but the Western Australians are very well traveled. Why? Yes. Because they're close to Singapore, close to Bali. They, they read widely and they understand things very fast because they can just take a plane and just go somewhere and then they've seen it for themselves. So especially the younger generation, they are exposed to different nationality and culture. They are able to adjust very fast. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Totally agree. I think uh, Perth people in general are pretty well traveled. Um, and I'm always surprised that you can be in any part of the world and you bump into someone from Perth. It's, uh, it's uh, okay. Yeah, we, we do. But you know, we've, it's the most isolated capital city in the world. So if we don't travel, we don't really get to see a lot. And it's fine going back and forth to places like uh, Sydney and Melbourne. But often it's actually cheaper to go to, to Bali or to Singapore uh, in terms of flights and accommodation. It can be equal or less than just going across the other part of Australia. So it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a much more interesting um, opportunity to, to go to those places. Do, do you, do you find that some, some mornings you wake up and uh, you don't realize what city you're in? Do you go, <laughs> Oh, I think I'm in Perth. Oh, no, actually no, I'm back in Singapore. Oh no, I'm in. Japan. Yeah. Does that happen? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a little bit of a problem. Like, like five, four, five, four kind of problem in, in, in Western yeah. Australia. Yeah. I start to have, usually I start to have like kind of a confusion because culturally I could adjust to Singapore and then or Malaysia and sometimes from Perth. But after a while, uh, I realized that one, that's, that's also one of the way I, I started this Australian Asia exchange. Because if I have friends who know each other, then my, my, my world is borderless. Because I, I have you yourself, and then you say you know who's my friend is, who's okay. my business partner is. So it's almost like we, we are, I don't have to adjust to your language. You don't have to adjust to my language, you know what I mean? Yeah. In, in my world, I don't have to explain so much. So that, that is my initial intent when I started this Australia-Asia exchange because I realized if my circle of friends in Singapore or in Malaysia or in, in, in Indonesia know the circle of friends in Perth, so it makes this make my job easier. It so, does, yeah, absolutely. And uh, for, you know, coincidentally, you saying that um, you're meeting this afternoon at the time of this recording with Francis Blackie, who is a, a friend of mine from Perth, who's actually living in Singapore for a month or so, uh, house sitting. Um, and uh, she was just on the podcast. I interviewed her last week. So she'll probably be on the episode before this one airs, whenever people are watching this one or listening to this one. And yeah. I was talking, uh, we were talking about training because I do a lot of work workshop training for digital marketing and various things. And, and she's doing a lot of training um, in, in her business for Zoho, the CRM software. And uh, she was saying she'd like to do some more work in Singapore. And I said, well, look, one of the best people to get connected to uh, in Singapore and, and Perth is, is Roy. And she hadn't heard of you. So I said, well, Roy is, is probably back in Singapore right now. So that's when I connected you both on, on LinkedIn. But that's Thank the, you. I think that's the wonderful thing, though, because if you're using both the technology of tools like LinkedIn and Facebook and WeChat, etc. Uh, 
along with the actual human interaction, that's where business really starts to take off and you build those relationships. Because in my world, business doesn't happen unless you've got a, a knowing, liking and trusting relationship with the person you're doing business with. Yeah, you're right. I, actually, um, I, I love technology. I think the technology will make the world closer. And uh, just that you're right, absolutely right. Without face-to-face, -face, it's not easy. But you, if you have a little bit of face-to-face -face plus technology, you don't have to be always at the same city. Exactly. Uh, like for yourself, I met you maybe two months ago in an event, mm -hmm. for example. And then I can still speak to you like a friend and as close with, with technology, maybe in, 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 in uh, Zoom or in WhatsApp call or in WeChat, and then I can still see you in two years' time, face-to-face, -face, and yes. we still maintain a relationship, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Technology, it helps, it helps. With technology and maybe budget airline, it helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, budget airlines is always good. <laughs> and I've got to say, uh, you have mastered the art of appearing on social media, my friend, because uh, every, everything I seem to look at on, on uh, Facebook and LinkedIn, I'm seeing Roy everywhere like you're popping up on on so many photos you you certainly are very good at networking i think people Thank can you. compete i think people can learn a lot from you as in terms of uh being out there in person because all of the things you're appearing in is with other human beings at events you know so you do spend a lot of time time doing that now speaking of other human beings um faith has uh, she went? She went away. Is she going to be coming back? Or um... yeah, so and maybe someone actually caught over her, and then she's supposed to come. Or she's too shy to be on the on on the on the live, whichever. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, well, look, if you, you want me to talk, you want me to ask her to come on now? You can, and we'll just say hello because I think she's an important part of your world, so yeah. it'd be good. So um, you go and do that. I'll keep talking uh, on the on the podcast while pe while people are listening to it. So second, yeah. yeah, so. For, for those who uh, aren't watching, I mean, if you're watching, you can see Roy taking off to go and see if he can get Faith. But um, uh, Faith is a uh, core part of what uh, is happening with Roy, the business partners and life partners. And uh, Faith didn't actually know about this uh, interview. It was only Roy I had been talking to. And then she appeared in the video as we were having a chat. And I said, oh, uh, maybe you can come on. But I think she may have got... Um, sidetracked with something else and Roy's coming back into the room now so uh, what's yeah. the, what's the story she, yeah she's on the, on the call and she's on the call. Uh, okay. yeah so maybe maybe she said maybe next time we can have a, a arrangement I guess absolutely. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want her about that yeah no 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 that's that and that's completely fine she had no pre uh, uh, warning of this uh, interview happening so that's yeah. that's all good so Roy, we've taken up a lot of your time, so I just wanted to wrap things up and uh, let you get back to what you're doing. Um, what is uh, something, I think, probably the most important thing you think people should keep in mind while they're trying to make connections, uh, whether it's from Singapore to Perth or Perth to Singapore or anywhere in Australia? Um, what, what's an, an important aspect of making that first contact? Say, for example, someone hasn't, met in person like you or I, but they want to reach out, what is it uh, you can advise people as a sort of good way to do that? Yeah, I, I think, I think, um, I think it's a little bit of social media is good because you, you don't have to spend a lot of time because like, like people of Perth, I, I cherish family time. Mm -hmm. uh, 
are for myself. So if you have a good mm, usage of social media with LinkedIn especially, and then uh, with a mix of conference where we can organize or can meet people and plus face-to-face -face talk. And then you, I think it's easier to, to be with people. I think we started, I think starting with social media is good because like for yourself, if, if you have met, if you have seen someone a few times in social media, more or less, uh, not exactly very comfortable, but more or less you feel a little bit, feel that, oh, I know you, I met you before. I know I've seen you in the social media, you, you were at that conference. Mm -hmm. It's easier to start a conversation than just email someone and say, oh, can I meet you? So I yeah. think maybe social media does help. Though, though I think that I, I overly expose myself in social media. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I was, I was uh, having a meeting with Faith. I said, why don't we have a social media leave for two months? We are about to have two months of... Uh, are not you? Okay. Yeah, it's true. It's true. We are about to think of that. Why don't you have a social media leap? Okay, that's interesting. I haven't heard that concept before. People will think you've, yeah. you've died or something horrible. Like, okay, well, what yeah. happened to Roy? He's disappeared. Yeah, yeah. I, I was about to think of this idea. Maybe not one, two months, maybe like a week or two weeks. And I said that maybe we, we just want to have different types of lifestyle. Or we, we are thinking of spending life in, uh, we are actually going to uh, Batam uh, next week. Okay. Uh, Bata, which is in, in island Indonesia, we want to spend life with the locals, uh, the, the children, that's a children's home. We want to live the life like uh, a little bit totally different from what in the social Absolutely. media. Absolutely, I completely which get is, what you're saying, yeah. Understanding the locals and uh, trying to learn their language and then uh, uh, live in a, a place that's uh, not really business. So, so we were thought of that with this uh, social media break of uh, one to two weeks. Next, uh, so so stay tuned. You you will not see me. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've made it just in time to get you on the podcast. So uh, thank you very much for actually spending the time to come on. And that sounds like that'll be a good trip. Getting back to sort of grassroots of what how things are done and uh, getting maybe away from technology from the sounds of what you'll be doing. You won't have as much happening. Yeah. So it sounds like a good break. So. Uh, thanks again for coming on the show, Roy. It's been fantastic to have you on. And um, I think uh, it's important that people expand their horizons of where they're doing business. And if you're in Perth, uh, Singapore is a fantastic place to take that next step and vice versa. Whoever's listening to this in Singapore, if they ever want to come to Perth and connect with me, <clears throat> excuse me, my details will be uh, connected to this episode, they can reach out and uh, connect with me on LinkedIn or WeChat or email, whatever. I'm open to meeting up with people from Singapore in Perth. If you ever want to have a coffee or lunch or something, I'm completely open to doing that and um, uh, pointing out all the, the, the good, bad and the ugly of, uh, of Perth. <laughs> There's not really too many bad or uglies, but it's, yeah, most, yeah. it's mostly good. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. So, yeah, I, uh, I, so, so what is the best way to get in touch with you, Roy? What's your preferred means of contact? Is it through LinkedIn? I think, I think LinkedIn seems to be quite uh, effective. Mm -hmm. I think LinkedIn is a very, I would say, one of the best uh, social media platform that I've uh, seen, but partly because LinkedIn is very direct. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and then uh, you don't have your personal life in LinkedIn unless you choose to. Usually, it's more like if you have a profession and you're doing, you were yeah. talking about social media, talking about, you keep talking about what you like, 
And the good thing about LinkedIn is that uh, it's not banned yet in China. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> you said yeah. Uh, That's a worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say yes because I, I know that maybe one day, yeah. But because <laughs> it it, I realized that I have a, quite a number of uh, social media links from China, so I said, "Wow, it's quite a place. It's quite a good platform. You can you can really know people from different nationalities, yeah, and culture just by using this platform. Uh, and then and just I think it's quite a perfect place. So LinkedIn, then you you also have messengers you can message the other so and then the so i think it's good i, I think it suits uh australian life because australian like uh cherish their own personal privacy mm. uh linkedin's perfect platform i think so yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree and look it is it is out of all of the platforms it is really the business platform so it's probably yeah. the best uh for that so uh, we'll put a link to your linkedin profile in the chat below if you're listening to this or watching this um, if you reach out to, uh, to, to Roy, say you were listening to, um, listening to me on the actual or listening or watching on the podcast and, um, yeah, say hello. So thank you, my friend. Uh, great to talk to you. Let you get back to your, your busy, busy time in, um, in Singapore. And, uh, next time you're in Perth, hopefully we'll be able to catch up again. Yeah, same for same for you, and, and welcome to come to Singapore and uh, you know meet my circle of friends. Or yeah, thanks Ed, for your opportunity to be in uh, in this session. Uh, I am still new to it, but I, I think I'm beginning to like it. You you may get addicted, Roy. We may see you all over the place on on video now and in in the podcasts and uh, video casts. So <laughs> this may be the yeah, first yeah. of many. It's a breakthrough to me because usually in, in my LinkedIn it's just photos and words, but uh, I, I'll, I'll change. Yes. This yeah. Time <laughs> yeah. Well, once this goes live, I'll let you know and you, you can post that as one of your final um, media posts before you disappear and have a break. <laughs> yeah, true. All right. Thank you again. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. Be safe and take care. Thanks, Ed. See ya. Bye. You've been listening to The Business Marketing Show. You can find us at businessmarketingshow.com on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher.